championship. His going to the Hall of Fame. Lambo leaping in the crowd because we won the game. Money at the last second. MJ in the veins. Popping bottles in the crowd. They streaming my name. Hey, yo. <laughs> uh, man, you know, we back. Buckets on uh, Loco STL. Um, yeah, man. I, you know, I don't lie to y'all, man. I had to uh, run this shit all the way back. I was talking. I got into, like, a good little groove, man. And uh, I had to start over and shit. So, I'm going to try to come out with the same energy. But I only went not that long. So, uh, first of all, thank y'all for rocking with us again. Another week, another showdown. As we try to uh, improve for you every single motherfucking week. You know, this your boy Adam. Uh, Trav on the ones and twos, and uh, Owen Spirit, uh, you know, the the, <laughs> the punching bag while he not here. And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? He know, every show he don't show up to, I'm going to talk all, he's shadow. He might as well be shadow boxing, wherever he at. He might as well just keep sharpening up his shit because I'm getting better, baby. You know what I mean? Um, So, unfortunately... I have to uh, start this show off the same way my last two shows have went, and that's saying R.I.P. man to somebody else. Um, R.I.P. to Shock G of Digital Underground. You know the do the Humpty Hump. Uh, that's how y'all. That's how Tupac was discovered. So I think hip hop as a whole. I mean, if Digital Underground didn't do nothing else and all they did was discover Tupac, that's a pretty fucking big deal. So, uh, I don't, I know they had, Digital Underground is, that's real, real young. Like, you know, when they came out as far as how old I was. So, I'm not, I don't know, like, no album cuts or nothing from Digital Underground, um, they had the Humpty Hump, but they had another one, didn't they? They had another hit, if I'm not mistaken. All I can fucking think of is the Humpty Hump, though. That's they smash, but they had another one. And uh, I was talking because when I get home, I'm going to go check out Nothing But Trouble, man. Uh, if y'all, uh, I advise everybody to check this out. Uh, Chevy Chase, back in the day when Chevy Chase was funny as hell. The, uh, back in the Lampoon vacation days, uh, Chevy Chase, a very young and spry and bad Demi Moore, uh, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy. Uh, those, those are the main. Those are the main people, and uh, you know, like on some hills have eyes. One of them. One of them movies to where you go to this random uh, boondock. Off the di off the radar ass place and the people is bobbleheads and fucked up and all of that. It's basically like that, but it's a comedy though. And um, I'm bringing this up because Digital Underground had a whole performance in this movie. Uh, Dan Aykroyd was a judge, and uh, Digital Underground had to, some kind of ticket or some shit like that. And so they came to the judge, and then the next thing you know, we got a whole song and dance. It was the Humpty Hump. And if it wasn't a Humpty Hump, I apologize, but I'm almost positive it was. And uh, shit, Tupac in it, everybody in it, they rapping and shit, Dan Aykroyd get on the sax. It's a, I haven't seen this movie 
to rip to know if it holds up from when I was a kid, but I know when I was a kid, I found this movie very damn funny. So today, man, I'm going to uh, get done watching this, get my dinner prepared, and I'm going to check out Nothing But Trouble, man. Uh, if nothing else, all my fellas out there, nothing but trouble is worth checking out. Because I'm telling y'all, Demi Moore looked great in this movie, bro. Like, you know how Cameron Diaz, when she was in the mask, she looked like the most <laughs> baddest thing you ever seen. And then after Amazing. that, yeah, then after that really, and don't get me wrong, I, I I look at Cameron Diaz and, you know, she like a seven, you know what I'm saying? Like a strong seven and a half compared to other actresses and shit, but she was a 10 on the mask, though. She never she never looked better than that day, and I'm almost willing to say this the same with Demi Moore, even though she looked real good on striptease, too. You know, I seen striptease a lot of late nights after the, you know, moms went to bed. Uh, <laughs> but that's not, anyway, that's not what this is about. But R.I.P. to Shock G, and um, condolences to the family, man. And yeah, I'm gonna I'm go ahead and watch nothing but trouble today. I'm a, that'll be on my high on my to do list today. Um, so speaking of movies, we're gonna be a little bit different on buckets today because you know there's shit going on that I want to talk about. A couple of different things bother me over the week. I'm gonna just this just gonna be where we come and sit down and have a drink, talk to each other, man. Well, I'm gonna talk to y'all. If y'all motherfuckers want to talk to me, you already know. Uh, BucketsPod314 at gmail.com uh, Buckets on Loco That's on Facebook uh, Buckets But B-U-C-K Underscore E-T-Z On Instagram Get interactive man I don't I don't have nothing better to do I'm gonna talk to y'all uh, Get some questions or anything like that And also man Send some Send beats Send beats to the email Because I still haven't necessarily um, chosen the intro song. That's not set in stone. The song that you hear now is called Champion Shit, and I made it a long time ago when I was a rapper. Um, And I don't rap no more. And so, you know, I just like to get you the hot shit and get everybody interactive with me. Uh, I just went off completely off the rails. All right, so anyway... I want to talk about what everybody been talking about, and that is Mortal Kombat. So what did y'all think? Did you like it? Uh, did you hate it? Were you disappointed? I saw a lot of it's not really what I was expecting. And my question was, what exactly were you expecting? Because, um, for example, coming to America, everybody killed the movie. But I think you killed it because I don't know what you was expecting. Like, I didn't never expect this movie to stand up to number one, to the original. I, I You know what? Honestly, I love coming to America because I was happy to see all them motherfuckers alive still. Gee, I ain't going to lie. I ain't, I'm not even going to lie to you. It was... That movie was pure nostalgia. Even James Earl Jones popped up. Like, Bro, I was still like... Still in the bed. That's like, what's up. That's like, crazy. Yeah, like for real, man. Seeing motherfucking uh, uh, John Amos, my man from the Good Times. You know what he I had mean? Yeah, the McDowell's in the in the uh, in the uh, yeah. jungle and whatever. Grass, <laughs> eating grass. But but see, that's what I'm saying. The movie made me laugh, 
And I pretty much knew. I didn't really I wasn't really digging the sun. That shit happened real quick. I get y'all, but yeah, to say that movie was trash, I just I don't know what your expectations were. I never thought it was gonna match up to the first one. That's a fucking classic. So twenty some odd years later, the nostalgia did it for me. It really did. To see everybody there healthy, uh Eddie Murphy wife, fucking Queen of Zamuda still looking good out here. Like uh Tiana Taylor was in. That's a plus. Yeah, she was looking crazy in that motherfucker. Yeah, she was. Like, wasn't she the? Was she the daughter? She of the, the daughter of uh, the West Knights was. Woof. Yeah, you know what? I think so. Yeah, or the niece or some shit like that. But anyway, that ain't what I'm talking about. So, um, the, but that's just what I'm saying. So it's like sometimes, man, we just want to dislike shit. But I mean, sometimes you set yourself up for failure. So as far as I'm concerned, the last mo- the new Mortal Kombat is better than the first Mortal Kombat. And the second one ain't even a question because the second Mortal Kombat is a damn dumpster fire. So, uh, I know some of y'all are upset that it wasn't the actual tournament. I dig that. I get it. But this was like the setup to it. This was the setup to it because Mortal Kombat is about to start their own universe. Like DC Universe, uh, 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 X-Men Universe. What's the, what Marvel, M- the MCU, uh, DCU, uh, Kong and them. That's the universe. Like, so I could tell from the first mo- from this movie, I could tell they were setting up for two, three more. And I was satisfied. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's it's room to get better, but the the movie I just saw made me kind of geek for the second one. I think the second one gonna be crazy, crazy. You got to iron out these kinks. Like Mortal Kombat, the game, making the movie out of that shit could get cheesy if you're not careful. It could get real corny if you're not careful. And I thought they did a pretty good job of it not being that corny. What what you think? You saw it? I ain't seen it yet, but I can already tell. Once you, like, you said it wasn't like the tournament or whatever. Right. So like that's better already. Like that because the tournament is the game. That ain't that ain't even got nothing to do. You can't. True. You got all these characters on there. You don't really know what they background. I mean, you kind of no know background. from the game. You I know. mean, from the game. But right. it, like it's like oh, we got a tournament and all them here. Like all right, where the hell they all come from? Like they right. all they all from different. Uh, what was it like? Uh, Outer realm, the realms realm, and yeah. shit like Nether that. Realm, all that shit. Yeah, yeah, that shit like that. And I don't, you know what I'm saying? They all got probably got their own story that don't nobody know about. So I, it's a good idea to take the tournament out of that. I, I thought so. I thought so, bro. And and then the movie, this movie is designed around Scorpion and Sub Zero for real. And I like that too. So. The the Liu Kang character suffered. That nigga was kind of just there. Uh, I'm trying. I ain't gonna get. Well, you ain't see it. I ain't giving you no spoilers. But I'm just giving you an outline of the shit. He kind of was just there. Kung Lao was kind of just there. Now, don't get me wrong. They got they got busy and they was fighting. But as far as like the story arc, we don't know nothing about them. So that means part two. Got a whole different like we got in the Liu, Liu Kang one of them niggas. Like we have to know about him. So that'll probably be part two. But you can't, it's impossible to give everybody everything they want in this first movie, I think. 
Because if they had went to the tournament, you know, a half y'all have said, well, wait, it ain't character based. We don't have we don't have no background on none of the characters. And then they decide to go another way. Now you like blah blah blah. But I tell you what I did like. And, and Trav, man, make sure you go check it out, man. Make sure you go check it out. No, I'm gonna check but, it out. But Sub Zero got busy in the real world. And all I can say is if Sub-Zero got loose on these streets, they, they would have to call the Avengers on this nigga. Uh, that, that's all I'm going to say. They'd have if, to go get another universe. Listen, if he got let loose on these streets, they would need a Hulk and, and a whole bunch of other motherfuckers. Sub-Zero a monster in this movie, bro. He is a monster. He was my favorite character always. Anyway, he a monster in this movie. Um, so I'm gonna get this shit a bucket, man. I don't. I didn't think it was a. I didn't think it was a great movie. Uh, I thought it was good though, and it got and it did what it was supposed to do, which makes me excited for the next one to come out. So I'm gonna give it a solid B. That's a bucket. Uh, I hear what everybody's saying. I don't know, man. I just, I just don't agree. I, I I hear what y'all saying, but it didn't really dumb down my experience. It did something different. And shit, that's hard enough in itself. So, I'm a. Um, I was a fan of it. I liked it. Um, one of my partners, y'all know both from uh, STL versus everybody. He was excited for this shit forever, 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 forever. And so I asked him what he thought, and he said I liked it, but it was a lot they could do to make the next one better. So I haven't. That was just through text. Uh, that was just through text. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It 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 really didn't let me down. So I I don't know what everybody else was expecting, but it didn't let me down. So now, let me get into some uh some bench talk, right? So, and I, this could be like water cooler talk, barbershop talk, but this is a fucking basketball podcast. So this would be bench talk. Um. A podcast that I would recommend to people is uh, No Chill, the Gilbert Arenas uh, podcast, because I, I like I like hearing this dude talk about basketball and, like, the uh, nuances of basketball. Like, um, hearing him break it down. You, you, you ever know, like, when somebody good at something and they, they feel like they're the smartest person in the room, like Kyrie Irving or something, like, just <laughs> – just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just say a bunch of shit, but when they done talking, you like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? And then they like, see, that's what I'm talking about. I'm smarter than all these niggas. Nah, Gilbert Arenas kind of break basketball down to it to where, from his eyes, you get what he's talking about. I don't agree with him all the time, though. But uh, that, that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good show. So, I thought this shit was gangster. So, he had Michael Cooper on the show. And, uh, you know, Michael Cooper, this is Showtime Lakers, who I, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't this man the number one over? I think he was number one overall draft pick. Some kind of way, man, I ain't going to lie. Y'all Lakers in them 80s, y'all niggas, y'all was the best team with the first draft pick, man. Y'all, <laughs> yeah, y'all was paying somebody. But but anyway, uh, you know, Michael Cooper, I think he like eight-time uh, all defense, shit like that. So he was on there, 
And he said, you know, he spent a lot of years with the Lakers. And I thought this shit was cool. And a lot of teams could uh, take notes from treating their players like this. So, the owner, Dr. Buss. Is Dr. Buss Jerry Buss or Jim Buss? Is it Jerry or Jim? I think it's Dr. Jim Buss. I'm, I can look it up, though. I think it's Jim Buss. Yeah, because I always get it confused with Jerry. Jerry or Jim, I'm not sure. But Dr. Bush, I know the fuck I'm talking about. The owner of the Lakers, he comes to Michael Cooper and he tells him, like, hey, um, you know, you're getting older and we want to go in a different direction. So I got three options for you. I can trade you. Number two, I can release you. Or number three, Bro, you can go ahead and retire, and I get you a job in the front office tomorrow. That's gangster to me, man. Like, like, cap it real with him. And you've been so loyal. Like, listen, bro, your skills is diminishing, and it's not – you can't say I don't believe in you because here I am giving you another job tomorrow if you want it. But I would like for you to finish your career as a Laker – and come on in the front office and keep getting these checks. I don't know about y'all, but that's love to me. What option do y'all think he picked? Did you think it? That nigga picked retiring, going to the front office. It just makes sense. So uh, that was that was one of the stories. I got another story, but I'm going to say I got a couple. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. It's the Lakers. I'm going to tell this story, too, because I heard it. So... Gilbert Gilbert Arenas is telling this uh, Kobe Bryant story. And y'all remember that year Kobe just offensively, the man was from another planet. That year he averaged like 35. But that's the 81-point game and the 63 points in Dallas when Dallas only had – Dallas had 62 points. Kobe had 63. <laughs> Hold up, man. Dallas, the team, has 62 points. Kobe has 63. <laughs> and he so now mind you though, and this is what people don't highlight, bro. I, if I'm not mistaken, this is the game before the 81 point game. How do we know that Kobe don't do drop like 81 back-to-back? I ain't going to lie, man. I get it. Like, if we blowing the team out, there ain't no reason for me to play. But if I'm, like, on on my way to some historic shit, don't take me out the game, bro. I'm sorry. I'm not leaving the game. If I'm on my way to some historic – I got 63 points in three quarters, bro. No. I'm not coming out – these niggas can't do nothing with me, and I know if I didn't bust their ass for three quarters, what they going to do, lock me up in the fourth quarter? He could have went for 80 back-to-back, bro. That was when he was at his best, but his team was, the, like, one of the worst. <sighs> that was the worst thing to watch, boy. Kobe go off and his team just be bad. Smush Parker in the starting lineup. Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. Lineup. That's just enough said. Nigga, him and Smush. Yeah, both them. Yeah, smush. (laughs) 
Yeah, boy, we gonna win with a nigga named Smush in the starting lineup, man. And I don't. And what's crazy is he was so trash. I don't even. I don't remember no more. All I can remember Smush Parker is for me saying, "Damn, why you pass him the ball?" And after he left the Lakers, what happened to him? Um, I think he had Chris Mim on that team too. Like yep. man, Kobe was the. Kobe Luke, Luke Walton was on that joint. Man. He actually got minutes on that joint. Where, who can I get a bucket from? God. Maybe Andrew, maybe Andrew Bynum was on there. Was nah, he, he wasn't there yet. He wasn't even there yet. Mm-mm. Nah, he wasn't there yet because uh, Bynum, I think he was like the young. He might be, and, and motherfuckers can check this if they want to, but Andrew Bynum might be the youngest player ever to actually play a game in the NBA. I think he might have been like 17. Whether I don't know when his birthday was, but I, I don't think Andrew Bynum even went to college. But I remember uh Shannon Brown was there too. Yeah. Shannon was cool after they got a team. After they got a team, Shannon was cool. Shot town stand the fuck up. Shannon was cool, man. But but nah, Kobe was uh that's the year he should have been MVP, but he was only a seven seed. How did we get here? <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't even, I don't have no clue how, what was I talking about? <laughs> Gilbert Arena, are you telling the Lakers story? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I didn't even get to the story yet. Okay, so, <laughs> so that year, Kobe is beefing with the coach, right? And he telling the coach, like, man, you not, you not getting me the ball where I need the ball. And motherfuckers is like, Bro, you averaging 35. And he like, but if I didn't have to do all of this other shit to set myself up, I could average 45, nigga. You got to love Kobe, man. Shout out to motherfucking, to the motherfucking Mamba, man. Yeah. Love Kobe, man. I'm averaging 35, but if I didn't have to get this ball from the backcourt, bringing it up and try to do all of this other shit, I could have 45. And shit, why couldn't he? Dude was on another planet that year. That year, it, it wasn't no. He was on another. That was the like four fifty point games in a row. Nigga dropped fifty and four or fifty. Well, they just say fifty, but at least fifty and four games in a row. Cause two of those was sixty three or eighty one, and the sixty three happened in three quarters. I just wish they would have let the man go. He would have had. Kobe Bryant would have had 81 that game as well. I ain't even going to say 81. Ain't no telling. He would have had 80-something in that game as well. You got 60. Because I'm not even sure if he had 63 in the first three quarters of the 81-point game. Because I remember the last two quarters, the second half, he just went bonkers. I think at the at the end of the first half, well, he still probably had like 30, though. <laughs> he still probably had like 30 at the end of the first half, but hey man, that man was different. RIP motherfucking Black Mamba, man. My favorite basketball player of all time. I wouldn't call him the GOAT, but he my goddamn. He my favorite. Cause I seen him when he was young. I watched the whole shit. I watched Kobe Bryant whole career. I did I can't say I did that with Jordan. Jordan just brought my city championships. And I believe, you know, he better, but Anyway, um, so yeah, that was the bench talk. 
Uh, I thought those were some pretty cool stories, man. So I just decided to share those. Um, now, this is what I want to do. I watch TV. Um, I downgraded from cable, right? So I use my YouTube on the phone and shit when I'm at work. I get home. I watch some sling when I want to watch, like, you know, regular. Uh, you know what? Blur, blur sling and blur it again. <laughs> That time, cause they ain't paying us no goddamn money, so I don't want to. I ain't now. You know what? Leave it one time. Maybe we can get something going. I emailed them. Maybe we can get something going. But uh, anyway, the that I use to uh, you know stream my live TV. Um, I watch the uh, ESPN shows, the FS1 shows, right, and this. Sometimes people like Max Kellerman, uh, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Sometimes, but not as much as them. Even Shannon, y'all, y'all really bother me with some of the shit that y'all be talking about. And for this topic, it's really Skip Bayless and Max Kellerman. This notion that Damian Lillard. No, you know what? Not even Skip. Not even Skip. Max Kellerman. Let me get on Max Kellerman. Bro, you 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 would get on national TV talking about you would take Damian Lillard over over Steph Curry and and James Harden over Steph Curry. I'm like, man, that's it, crazy. Yeah, and and I and you and the only thing I could think of, like, <clears throat> don't get me wrong, like the cash cow in the NBA, the most recognizable face, the most famous person, the player with the most power is LeBron James. We know this already. Ain't Steph Curry second though? I think I I, I feel comfortable in saying the second biggest superstar in basketball, other than LeBron. Well, yeah, second biggest. It's Steph Curry. Steph. Then probably uh KD after that. Probably. But probably I don't need KD. I, I don't even know. Maybe James and or KD. Yeah, I, like like Kyrie might have a bigger following than KD. It Ky- wouldn't shock me if he did. Hey, KD don't really every time he <laughs> I don't know, then plus you know KD game ain't really spectacular. He just cold as fuck. His game not really he don't have no ooh shit. You just watch this nigga like, damn. Just buckets. Yeah, like, can't nobody do nothing with this nigga. He just. But my point in saying this is, is this like some kind of LeBron versus Steph Curry thing? Like, is it is this some kind of, like, network politics that, that constantly. Because that's the problem. The networks paint these fucking narratives. And then other people get swayed if you're not really watching what happened or, oh, man, you know, he just a Dane Lewis, you know, he the nigga from the hood and Steph Curry the light skin. No, bro, Steph Curry just better than him. Like, motherfuckers had a nerve to say that Dane Lillard is more clutch than Steph Curry. And I'm listening to it and I'm like, okay, so Dame Lillard, Make a lot of clutch buckets in the regular season. He sent OKC home in the playoffs on a clutch shot. 
he sent the Rockets home one year. What uh what what kind of finals numbers do uh do Dame have? Hmm. None. Because he never they never been to the finals. Um how many sweeps? Has Dane Lillard been a victim of? A few. Uh, okay. The Warriors' last finals run. Fucking KD gets hurt. In the second round. The Warriors play the Blazers, I think, maybe in the conference finals. What did they do to them? Swept them. With no KD. So now this is your chance. When KD leave, it's me, CJ, Nurkic, all these motherfuckers. I should be looking at this like, bro, hey, we got a shot. You got swept. Not only did you fucking get swept, you had double-digit leads going into the second half every game, and you still got swept. Is that clutch? And the problem is, see, this bullshit that make me talk about a player that I really like. I really like Dame Dallas, but we not, man, we not finna play these games, man. Damian Lillard is Steph Curry. I can't say 2.0 because that would be the better version. So, what is he, Steph Curry uh, minus half? <laughs> I, 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 don't know, I don't know how to do that. Minus half actually don't sound too far from it. Well, like, come on, man, y'all, y'all, you got swept by the New Orleans, by the New Orleans Pelicans. Drew Holiday locked you the fuck up, up, locked you up, put you in the back of the squad car. That's clutch. Come on with this bullshit, man. And and I and I wish people like. I'm going to call, I ain't going to lie to y'all, I'm going to tell y'all when I do it too. I'm going to call Max Kellerman Radio Show and give his ass the business. If this dude say a bunch of shit and, and Stephen A never check him the way I want him to be checked. He never give it to him. Like, fam, what are you talking about? You be quick to call out a nigga playoffs, uh, playoff downfalls, and I'll be with you because it really happened. James Harden, he choking the playoffs. So when you call that shit out, I'll be right with you. I'll be like, why don't people do it? Because it's the truth. It's what happened. But don't sit up here and act like no fucking Dame Lillard is uh, more clutch than Steph. In what world? What world? You you don't even be on the goddamn the same stage as me, bro. Ever. I'm a three-time champion. I've been there five times. You ain't been there once. Nigga, I play in the, like he like to say, when it matters most. Nigga, I played in them games when it matters most. He ain't even got to one of them. And one of the times he could have got there, I swept his ass and sent him home. Better than me, how? He got better handles? No. Is he better? Is he a better finish at the basket? No. Is he a better shooter? No. So what the fuck are we talking about? Let's be is Dame is Dame Lillard a better a better defender than Steph? No. We got two bad defenders. So where the fuck is he better? Stop playing with me, man. That's all I'm saying, bro. And I and I'm a Dame Lillard fan. I I was hoping 
he was going to hold down and win this MVP, but it don't look like it because they keep sliding. They, I think they ain't actually hurt now. So, they sliding. He not going to win MVP. That shit going to Nurkic. I, not, not Nurkic. Whoa. Jokic. Jokic. I believe that's where it's going. But if y'all keep playing around, you're going to let Steph get in there. Well, you're going to let Steph actually get in this motherfucker and be a real threat if y'all keep playing around. Um, Steph Curry had one bad finals. The the 73, and that was a bad finals. Now, he had surgery on his knee right after. But if we're not going to accept that, fine. No excuses? Fine. He averaged 22.6 points in that finals. That's bad. The year before that, 26 points. And don't tell me Andre Iguodala was the MVP of that finals because that was some bullshit. That was some straight boys. They robbed Steph out of that MVP. That's terrible, actually, that they did this shit. They gave Andre Iguodala the finals for holding LeBron. He held LeBron to having the most points in the series, the most rebounds in the series, the most assists in the series, and... And they act like he really he really did something to LeBron. They were really debating on if LeBron was going to win an MVP after losing that shit. Yeah. That like, shit, the LeBron was on a whole nother level. He got two games off them, just him. It was Kevin Love and Kyrie was gone by the time he got there. He did. It's him and Della Dover. He did. And Tristan. Interesting. He did. That no shit doubt. crazy. Think of, that shit's crazy. No, he did. No two doubt. games. No doubt. He did. Cause he 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 literally just slowed the fucking game down and, and had down. control of the game. That he did it, but I mean let let's be real about this. Andre Iguodala has some timely plays. Like okay, he didn't stop LeBron, but he stripped him at a pivotal time of the game, or he caught a block at a pivotal time of the game. He didn't he didn't stop LeBron from doing too much of nothing. So the simple fact that this man won MVP for playing defense on the nigga who led both teams and all stats. Come on, bro. Okay, I give y'all. Steph Curry did not have a great game one or two. What happened after that, though? He was wet. Like, it was a wrap. He, they won the game because this nigga, he realized what Dover was doing. Okay, I got you. Niggas calling you the Steph Curry stopper. Man, please. He was like, okay, cool. This is a series, so it might be the filling out process. Uh, the year after the the twenty two point six, he had twenty six point eight. I will call that twenty seven. Year after that, twenty seven point five. You could leave it at that, or you can call that twenty eight. And then he had thirty point five. So what I'm saying is this notion that this man just shrink up. Eh, that's kind of some bullshit. And I also want to say. He needed Kevin Durant. He didn't need Kevin Durant. Let's be real about something, bro. The 73 team that went to the finals beat Kevin Durant after Kevin Durant was up 3-1 on them. I want everybody to understand that no team in the history would be like, oh, we could get Kevin Durant. Nah, we don't want him. Of course you're going to take Kevin Durant if you can get Kevin Durant. But I want y'all to realize this team – didn't need a Kevin Durant. What do you mean? They was replacing Harrison Barnes. If Paul George went to that team, they would have won the championship. If uh, I ain't gonna say Kawhi Leonard, he's a superstar. Of, they would have definitely won a the championship. Uh, 
if DeMar DeRozan would have replaced Harrison Barnes, they would have won a championship. They were completely unfair after Kevin Durant because it was the level of Kevin Durant. So it don't they won two titles with Kevin Durant, and in the finals, all they had to play was uh, nine games. So one gentleman sweep, one all-out sweep. They didn't just need this nigga. And it's crazy that Kevin Durant is the one that goes to this team, win the titles, leave, team up with all these other niggas in the next destination he go, and they like, ah, man, Steph needed him. If you ask me, Steph won his title without that nigga. So if you if you ask me, he needed the Warriors just as much as they needed him, they, and more so. They didn't even need him per se. You know, what that's I'm what I'm saying. Like, okay, maybe you maybe you wasn't gonna beat LeBron, uh, Kyrie, and, and Kevin Love no more without an upgrade. But you ain't have to upgrade all the way to Kevin Durant. That's the, and then like that first year, they still kind of had a, a a backup squad. And in that second year, they had to pay more people, so all them like that little backup squad started get started like leaving. They, yeah. they started getting them out of there. All so when he left, they was left with all of that, all them regular cats that's still out there right now. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying, man, like y'all got Steph Curry kind of fucked up, and I and I don't really, I don't really dig that shit. Like, understand, a plethora of people could have went to the Warriors. Instead of KD, and they still would have beat Cleveland in the finals, bro. Kevin Durant was like hitting a fly with a sledgehammer. It was overkill. But, bruh, they didn't, they could have put somebody else in that spot. Stop fucking disrespecting Steph Curry, man. Okay? I'm sorry. Dame Lillard is not better than him. Don't even talk to me about Kyrie Irving being better than him. We won't talk. And that, and I don't think James Harden is better than him either. So, that's my two cents on that, man. Um, Let's see. Shock G, Mortal Kombat, Steph Curry, Disrespect. I talked about, I had the bench talk. Uh, coach of the year. Coach of the year. So, to me, I wouldn't say this is easy because – the Utah Jazz coach, who I cannot uh, – Malone, he's the Nuggets coach. I can't think is, of the is Jazz. Quinn Snyder? The Quinn Snyder. There you go. He coached Mizzou. My nigga. Bit. Yep. Quinn Snyder. He's the coach. He got he, he got a claim to it. They're the number one seed in the NBA. He got a claim to it. Uh, So, it's like four people to me. And I'm going to say him – uh, Monty Williams, the Suns coach. Tim Thibodeau, I mean Tom Thibodeau, the Knicks coach, and Doc Rivers. That's I don't tough. really, huh? Say that's a tough. That's tough. It is tough, but I don't see how you go outside that four. It's really just that four to me. But the Jazz man, nobody expected them to be number one seed, and even more than that, nobody expected the Suns to be the number two seed. So, I mean, actually, if you act, now that I thought about it, I I thought I was thinking Thibodeau was the front runner, but I might have to go Monty Williams. Monty Williams, fam. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to go Monty Williams on that. He my pick. Uh, because we got the Sixers, even though they wasn't 
they didn't reach their potential. They were still always a solid, like, what, one through four seed. They've been doing that for a couple of years. Yeah. So they, they made, like, a three seed jump. Motherfucking Suns went from out the playoffs to number two. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stop playing. That's just crazy. So to me, it's either him or it's Thibodeau. Yeah, them two. Yeah. It's either him or it's Thibodeau. And you know, they love the Knicks. But I, I'm gonna have to shit. The I'm Suns gonna, in the West. <laughs> I'm gonna have to <laughs> go with Wilmonte Williams. Devin Booker was crying every year, like, I just wanna make the playoffs. <laughs> now you at the top right now. Yeah. I I'm gonna have to go um and it's crazy, bro. I didn't even have the Suns written down. I literally just thought about that when I was doing it, how I didn't have them written down. But they uh I'ma have to go Monty Williams. To go from we ain't in the playoffs to we could be the number one seed. <sighs> yeah, bro. Yeah, they, that's different. Yeah, they they doing it. They didn't doing they get it. Jay Crowder? Mm-hmm. That's what happened to the Heat. They took him. You <laughs> said <laughs> old wounds, my bad. <laughs> yeah, nah, ain't them ain't even old wounds. Them motherfuckers still new, but don't worry about it though. Don't worry about it because these seeds are still real, real tight right now. Goddamn me, real, real tight. Yeah, man. they tight. Uh, where was I? I believe twelve games left. Twelve games left. So, uh, there are some very interesting matchups right now. That could happen. I don't know if y'all know, but like for the West, first round right now, Dallas and the Clippers. If I'm the Clippers, I don't want this matchup. <laughs> I don't want this matchup. Uh, because I believe they robbed the Dallas Mavericks out of one of them games. One of them games, they ejected Kristaps. That was either game one or game two, and I think it was game one. They probably win that game. Then Kristaps get hurt around game four. I think Dallas would have beat them. I'm not, I'm not going to hold you. I think Dallas would have beat them. We got the two seed looking like they're going to play seven and eight. And right now, seven and eight. It's the Blazers and the Grizzlies. Play-in game, I'm taking the Blazers to beat the Grizzlies. Are we sure that the Suns will beat the Blazers in the – I ain't sure. Are we sure? I ain't sure. The Blazers, though, it, it's scary to say, but the Blazers, they almost match up with them. They're not that much higher. Mm-mm. Like before, like it's almost – I don't know. I, I take the Suns in maybe a six, seven game. I don't know. <laughs> Tough. Yeah, I I don't know about that. I, I really don't know about that. The backcourt, that's a nice series, though. Dame and CJ versus Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Aiden against Nurkic. Hey. I don't know, man. Man, they about to beat them. I ain't even going to – like, when, when you break it down, when you say it like that, I don't know. Them sons, I don't know. They make out the edge. I don't know, man. We'll see. But I like that series. Um, Other shit that I found intriguing, we'd have 
The four and the five seed right now would be the Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Man, you know what, though? Shout out to the Hawks, because I feel like I'm looking at this shit like y'all shouldn't even be here. And but some, some kind of way, you holding on. But I'm I'm sure looking at y'all like, would y'all please drop, man, so the heat can, can get up in here? Because this, I look, man, come on, heat, man. The fuck y'all doing to me? And the only and the only saving grace I got right now is the four seed to the seven seed is still only like a two game difference. So all y'all need is a four or five game winning streak. We got twelve games left. Can we go nine and three? Can we do that? If we can do that, we we will be outside of the play inside of the play in. We won't have to do that nonsense. I like that better, man. Come on, I like that better. And then right now, y'all the seven seed, so if you did make the playoffs, you play Philly. Mm. But again, as I've always said, the higher seeds in the East against Miami, I like their chances. I don't know about Brooklyn, but the but I'm not man, look, I ain't scared of no motherfucking Bucks. I told y'all that I'm not I'm if I'm not worried about them at all. Because the Bucks they have Giannis. <laughs> the Heat, we have Bam. Bam can guard Giannis on the perimeter. That's a problem. And also, we got just enough to wall off the paint and not really worry about y'all. Because if I after I lock Bam up with Giannis, I could put Jimmy on Chris Middleton. And then we okay. We whatever Drew Drew Holiday not no forty. He not dropping forty like that. So we okay. Uh, one of them guards gonna have a problem with Drew Holiday because Drew Drew put them he put them cuffs on you. I ain't gonna. I, I like. I'm a big fan of Drew Holiday. He put them fucking cuffs on you. But I ain't really worried. I'm not really worried about them. But I don't want to be in a. I just don't want to be in the seven seed. Like, can we get in the five? Can we play the Knicks the first round? Can we, can we do that? Damn. <sighs> um. So, right now, man, I'm not ready to make it. I, I'm not ready yet. Next week, I'm going to make the prediction of who I think is actually uh, the final MVP prediction, the final finals prediction. I'm going to make it next week. I'm not doing it this week. Um, and, shit, I've been talking good. I've been talking good, so I'm finna get get ready to get out of here. But another thing I wanted to say, I, w- I was going to defend Floyd Mayweather today. Uh, and that might be next week because a lot of people were sharing a lot of shit from Mike Tyson. Kind of diminishing Floyd. and I got a problem with it. See, there ain't nothing like a bitter nigga who used to be the man. And I'm going to say that. We all know it, man. We all got family members. No matter what background you come from, you might be a good student, uh, athlete, and stayed out of the streets, wasn't really around the streets. But you had a cousin, an uncle, who used to do something. And them motherfuckers always kind of bitter. They used to be the man. That's all we looking at. I, I don't... Mike Tyson, I don't want to hear you telling me about who Floyd Floyd Mayweather's opponents were. 
Did you fight Riddick, Bo, nigga? How long did it take you to fight Evander Holyfield? Because y'all could have fought a long-ass time before you actually fought. Or when you fought somebody elite, you got your ass beat. And that's just real talk. I don't want to hear about that. I, I I don't Floyd a better fighter than you. How about that? I I don't I don't I don't want to hear that shit from you, bro. I'm sorry, I don't. And that's the thing. See, people get caught up in the money Mayweather persona, and he created that persona to make more money on you, dickheads. Because pretty boy Floyd, everybody could like him when he became money Mayweather. See. You can make more money being a villain. You just got to back that shit up. And he always did 50 times. I don't want, oh, he didn't fight. Man, stop stop putting smut on. What the fuck you mean he ain't fight nobody? He beat 26 world champions. What do you mean he didn't fight nobody? Uh, it's not his fault. You, were you trying to blame him for when Shane Mosley fought him? Do y'all remember Shane Mosley got a couple of years on Floyd. So when Shane was that nigga and Floyd wanted to fight, it was up to Shane to turn that down. Not Floyd. Oh, okay. Oscar De La Hoya. He was the gatekeeper of the big money fights. That wasn't up to Floyd. Oh, okay. Manny Pacquiao. This is the shit that really irritates me about you niggas. Because this is how I know this. Because shit gets stupid at this point. Floyd Mayweather's father started working and started training people over at Golden Boy. You know Pacquiao had a relationship with them. He say, hey, man, this motherfucker on the juice. So Floyd say, oh, okay. Well, if you want to fight, we do Olympic-style drug testing, which means they randomly hit you with the needle. Mind you, Floyd said, nigga, I'm not asking you to do nothing that I'm not going to do. I'm, they going to randomly run down on me with the needle, too. I'm just hearing, it's kind of crazy that niggas knocked you out at 105 pounds, and now all of a sudden Miguel Cotto could hit you all across your motherfucking face, and you could just eat those. Or the fact that you could just throw 120 motherfucking punches around for 12 rounds strong and don't slow down. It's a little crazy. It's a little Tasmanian devilish. But okay, so... Take the test. He didn't, Manny Pacquiao said he's scared of needles. He didn't want to take the drug test, and y'all blame Floyd for that? So basically, I'm supposed to fight Superman too, just because I could, well, if you that good, man, shut your stupid ass up. If I'm that good, fight a nigga who got, who cheating, huh? Y'all like, man, you, oh my God, bro. Some of you niggas are so ridiculous. It, It don't make, it really don't make any sense. And, and he can't win for losing. Well, he ducked niggas in their prime. He beat the shit out of uh, Canelo Alvarez. Well, he wasn't old enough. <laughs> man, what? And then it's like, oh, man, uh, he waited till Pacquiao was out of his prime. Nigga, I'm older than Pacquiao. If he out of his prime, what am I? <laughs> like, like, man, I oh, and then, by the way, when the Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather fight happens, Manny Pacquiao asked to get an injection in his shoulder for pain. This the same nigga who was scared of needles five years ago and wouldn't take this drug test. But now, he asking for a needle in his shoulder. Uh, okay. 
So I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. It's it's something like I don't know, man. Some we sometimes we got a problem as uh, black people. We will, man. We will tear each other down, and I, I really don't get it. I really, really, really don't fucking understand. The whole Pacquiao shit with Floyd Mayweather blew my mind. How niggas was just out here like, well, if you that good, fight him on steroids. Like, what are you? If you okay, nigga, you could throw your hands so good. Go fight the nigga with the gun outside. <laughs> like, man, what? What are you talking about, nigga? No, hand me a gun, or I'm in the house with y'all niggas. And to the police, come grab this dude that's out here firing bullets. What are you talking about? <sighs> man, um. Floyd Mayweather, sir, you say a lot of stupid shit sometimes when you open up your mouth, but that's okay. You ain't a politician. You a goddamn boxer. And you the best boxer that my eyes have ever seen. And I know people going to say, oh, well, Sugar Ray uh, Robinson and Muhammad Ali and uh, whoever the fuck else you want to bring up. And that's fine. I'm not going to argue with y'all. I'm not going to argue the uh, impact that Muhammad Ali had on everybody, that's that's undeniable. But I watch a lot of Muhammad Ali fights. i rather fight. I want to fight like Floyd. I want to go in here, hit you, not get hit, make all this money, and have all my motherfucking faculties about myself years down the line. Floyd ain't going to have no Parkinson's disease. Floyd ain't going to. You ever heard of Vander Holyfield talk? Lately, Evander Holyfield was one of the biggest warriors ever to grace the boxer around. Fucking warrior. You ever heard him talk? Oh, okay. And a, at 130 pounds, Floyd Mayweather was knocking motherfuckers out. He was folding motherfuckers. He started going up in weight. Hands get brittle. He decided he made a business decision. I don't even have to fight like this. I could outpoint all of y'all because you, you motherfuckers can't even hit me. And it ain't, oh, he was running. No, he was standing right there. He just moved. You couldn't hit him. And there wasn't no, there wasn't no running. Running is what Tommy Hearns tried to do when Hagler was on his ass right before he got knocked out. Running is what Oscar De La Hoya was trying to do against Trinidad in that last round when he thought he had to fight one, and they robbed his dumb ass. That's what running is. Floyd be right there. You just can't hit him. That's all. So, anyway, with that said, uh, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna say he liked the goat because people get uptight and shit like that. And then I, I can say like the heavyweight division, Muhammad Ali fought in and fought through. That was like Hall of Fame after Hall of Fame. But that was just a gauntlet. But the best fighter that my eyes have seen, I want to fight like Floyd. Goddamn me! I want to roll my shoulder. You can't hit me. I hit you, and then I can still go out tonight. Motherfuckers were like, "Did you have a fight tonight?" I can't even tell. I'm with that. And it's not Floyd's fault that your – and you – man, you know what else? <laughs> I'm going long now. You know what else? It's crazy that before Floyd fight these people, y'all be betting me money that he finna lose. And then after he make these motherfuckers look like we not in the same league, then you mad like, oh, well, he nigga, you bet on the other dude. You thought the other dude was going to beat Floyd and not because Floyd made the nigga look like a second-ranked fighter. Now, oh, man, he shouldn't even fight. What you talking about? Y'all know who Arturo Gatti is or what he was? Warrior. He looked like shit compared to Floyd. Robert Guerrero, Canelo Alvarez. These niggas are champions, bro. Diego Corrales, champion. Zab Judah. 
Let some regular nigga get in the ring with Zab. Zab will work him out. Miguel Cotto. Anyway, man. I can only take you to the water, man. I, I can't make you drink it. I can't, you know. It is what it is, man. Uh, uh shout out my nigga, uh, the new dude. Um, God damn it. Berlanga. He just finally made it. He Somebody finally survived the whole fight with him, and he didn't knock him out. But he still won the fight. Um, ah, man, it's supposed to be up here high. Because on the uh, Lomachenko fight a couple of months ago, I was talking about this dude. Me and Otis both was. We was like, we like this dude. Ah, uh, uh, It's from Saturday, but I must have clicked it. I can't. What's his damn name? He from Brooklyn. Spanish dude from Brooklyn. Berlinga. Anyway, shout out to him, man. And I'll be back next week. Um, final predictions. The stand-on predictions. These are the one I'm not changing no more after I make the predictions. I'm gonna make I'm gonna put the fire on trap feet too. He's gonna have to pick, and we're gonna ride by these predictions for the rest of the playoffs. And uh, and then I got a prediction that Kawhi Leonard gonna be a member of the Miami Heat next year, and I'm gonna leave y'all with that. Holler. <laughs> Loco lo, lo, Studio. Loco Studio. 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 <laughs>